0: Gen Divide is the best podcast on the planet. Just sit
1: back and relax. Enjoy it, dang it. Take this mind the mind. Gen Divide, such a cool idea um, to have grandfather and granddaughter doing a podcast. I'll have to check it out. Welcome to episode 2 of season 2 of the Gen Divide podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott,
0: and I'm your other host, Grace.
1: And we are here on a beautiful Sunday afternoon.
0: Yeah, well, yeah.
1: mid January, day before Martin Luther King Day tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm. important day.
1: Sisters have no school?
0: I still have to go you to work. You still have to go to work so as do it's I. Not as does really mom. Great.
1: Yeah, so it is a no, it is great. <laughs> no, it's great. All right. So uh, this is our second episode on our revenge tour, return tour, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, and
0: not, it's not a revenge it tour. It is. This is the revenge <laughs> no, <it's> tour. Not. <laughs>
1: um, what are we revenging? <laughs> All the people that didn't listen to us oh, okay. last so season. This
0: this is we're gonna make them listen this. Exactly,
1: time. yeah. And uh, we've got a couple of them teed up already. We know we're going to be doing a movie podcast soon, reviewing uh, a movie. Did we announce it on the podcast or did I just tell you after?
0: We did. I think we did say it on the
1: podcast. Okay, it's Barbarian, if yeah. uh, anyone has forgotten. So if you want to uh, play along with us, that'll be in the next week or two. Mm-hmm. Go out, watch that movie. should be fun. If you want to contribute, if you have questions, if you whatever, right. you can hit us up on Instagram at Podcast or email us at gendividepodcast at gmail.com.
0: I have not looked up anything or seen anything good. about the movie still, D-
1: good. We even need though to, you had
0: no faith in it. Maybe
1: me. we watch it tonight and we make that the next episode. I don't know. Yeah, because maybe. the other one we've got in play is our um, album reviews. So I chose right. Janet Jackson's Janet, which was released in 1993.
0: I chose Julian Baker's Turn Out the Lights. Turn out that the it, lights. I always mess up one word of that title yeah. very often. And that was 2017, I think.
1: Yes. So we've got a modern one. We've got one from the 90s as well. Uh, as a sophomore Scott was listening to The Great Janet Jackson. Uh, very contrasting albums. I've been through them uh, a couple times now. I think we've got a dog barking Can you in the hear background.
0: That? I, she's not barking. She's like. Hiccup snoring or whatever. I think she's having a nightmare hiccup. or something over there. She's
1: having night terrors right now, right. I think. Right.
0: And so she's kind of just jumping. I heard that yeah. earlier and it distracted me.
1: I saw that was the little dog Daisy. The big dog Dutch is also in and he just kept looking over at her while she was doing that roll in his eyes. Like,
0: oh <laughs> my gosh. Don't be dramatic. Yeah.
1: Quit being such a drama queen. Oh, God. Just appreciate the fact you live inside.
0: Oh, well, you know, Dutch, you get to eat all this. All of our leftovers, David yeah. doesn't get
1: that. So those will be upcoming podcasts. Today, though, Grace, mm-hmm. we're talking about college, and we're Ooh. talking about your experience over the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. We're going to also harken back on some of the some of my experiences as, as, as best I can remember it.
0: Since it was so, so, so long
1: ago. So, so long ago. Um, and uh, kind of just, again, not really a super structured discussion. We're kind of no, both coming right? into this with just... I kind of spent some time reflecting on my time. You've uh, spent some time reflecting on yours and just kind of having a good open dialogue Mm -hmm. conversation about it. See
0: what happens.
1: Yep. So I'll kick it to you. You uh, Why don't we start by talking about your experience and then I'll just kind of chime in with with my stuff.
0: So um, we'll start with the fall of 2021. That was my first semester of college. Um, we did do an episode the first weekend that I came back, so it was pretty early on. I yeah. think I was just looking at it. It was Labor Day weekend. Exactly. Um, and that one, that one was going pretty good yes. right then. Yeah. Um, I did the radio show. That's when I started that, and I did it that next semester, too. That was super fun. Got to keep my uh, podcasting skills. Got to have those on full display. Oh, yeah. While also playing some cool music. You know,
1: and taking requests that was always fun. Yes, you would open the up the requests on Instagram, and
0: right, I think like it was kind of the same like five people requesting something, uh, every time. Yeah, and like there were some people who like would request songs that we just never had the ones they wanted in the catalog, sure, which was disappointing. But <sighs> sorry about that, guys. Yeah, hmm.
1: but a pretty broad range at that station, I felt like,
0: right? Yeah, I was on. During the hours that they had like rock and alternative, and then like during the hours of the night, they had uh rap and hip hop and that kind of stuff. Nice, which me and my best friend, Anna, who if you've seen my Instagram, you follow me, then you probably know who she is. She's my best friend through college, through this whole experience. Um, we did we had a show together, we changed my show into uh, we just did one together, and um. Grace and Anna thought, in the
1: evening.
0: <laughs> we thought about doing one of like the late night hours because they said like if you want to do uh hip hop one then you just pick whatever hour you want, and we'll tell you how to get into the building or whatever nice. during that hour of the night. And so I, we were like, "What if we just did one at one a.m. every week?" Yeah, and we we just did that, and it would it would have been fun, but like no one would have been listening.
1: Probably yeah. very limited listeners right. there. But that's where you could have really had fun, and just like mm-hmm. for the one or two or twenty or fifty or whatever that were listening, like right.
0: Because I think that they, I think they record those for some sort of like monitoring quality assurance or whatever. But like until they did that, if we just wanted to end it on a night one, end our experience doing that, then we could have just done whatever, basically. Sure. Like, you know.
1: Would there have been repercussions listening. from the school, you think, to say, hey, you're a student here and you went on the air and just <laughs> cussed for an hour when we didn't have anyone there to bleep it? And-
0: um, I don't think so. I mean, maybe though. Yeah. Yeah, Someone would have noticed. Might
1: have not been your best move. I don't know.
0: Probably not.
1: (laughs) But you didn't do it. So that's okay. Yeah. No,
0: I didn't do it. Um, hmm. So fun first semester. semester. Yeah. Yeah, It was pretty.
1: I'll say this, like, you know, from my, my, my viewpoint for you, for your first semester, I was blown away at how quickly mm-hmm. you just kind of jumped in fully, and you right. kind of start looking fun. for organizations to get involved with. Mm-hmm. You started going to the rec center. You started—I don't know—it just felt like um,
0: I, I you was know, waking up early. Sure, it was awesome. yeah,
1: it was awesome. Yeah,
0: because I had I had eight a.m.s um, every day of the week because I just took calculus. Yeah, at um, eight a.m. and that class was Monday. Through Friday, every day. Oh. I know. And uh, But I liked it. I really liked that class. And then for a period of time, I was getting up before that and going to the rec at like six or whatever. And that was awesome.
1: Well, and I can remember I was thinking of, even in the moment back then, Mm -hmm. I was thinking about my freshman year. -hmm. And uh, how that went. So my experience a little different in that I basically stayed in my hometown to go to to Dakota College, Mm -hmm. and essentially lived with my five best friends from from high school. We all lived together (laughs) pretty much right off the bat. And um, I, you know, with that said, I didn't really get out of my shell at all. Mm -hmm. I would say I really didn't get out of my shell that definitely not the first semester. Maybe. Maybe a little bit uh, in the second semester, I definitely tried. But I was extremely shy, extremely mm-hmm. introverted. Maybe shy is not the right way to put it. But I just kind of would always kind of look at situations and choose to like, eh, I'm just going to go back to my buddies. <laughs> I'm just going to go back to my buddies and party with them and right. hang out with them or whatever. Right.
0: I, had, I was lucky enough, you just reminded me of this, the first semester... It was basically the entire semester. I did not have a roommate. Mm-hmm. I was in one of those like uh, double uh, room where it's just like one room with two beds in it or whatever, and I didn't have a roommate. And it was awesome. It was better than those people who had the suites. Like oh, it yeah. was perfect. And um, so there was no one back there to be like bothering me when I got back. But also like if I wanted to talk to someone, I had to leave. You know? Yes. Um, and I met Anna who would become my best friend, it was, like, by October. It was, like, during homecoming week. We became, became like, really good friends. We went to the library one night, and um, we talked for, like, I don't know, like a couple of hours. We were there until it closed, I think, and then we just walked back.
1: Shutting down the library. (laughs) Yep, (laughs) yep. (laughs) The... um... Yeah, I don't know that. That was uh, I. I just remember thinking, man, she is just like jumping right in, which uh, again wasn't really a surprise. I think as we headed into that time frame, I remember like the whole roommate thing. The thought being um, <laughs> that you were supposed to have a roommate that was going to show up. You know that right. y'all had talked a little bit yes. throughout the summer, and then the day <laughs> we're moving in, she messages you and says she's not coming.
0: <laughs> That was so funny, but also so amazing because just the move-in process, imagine having another person also trying to move in. Oh yeah, yeah, well, but this
1: is my question to you then, thinking about the roommate situation that first semester, do you Mm -hmm. think, you say it was awesome, do you think it would have been better for you and your experience though to have had a roommate, whether it was the original one or we really thought they were just going to now throw someone yeah. else with you that may have had someone back out on them or whatever the case might be.
0: And they did that in the like last four weeks. They threw someone in there, and I, w- I was given no warning that someone was going to be moving in. Mm-hmm. Like, at all. And so I just get home from class one day and this girl is just in my room. And I thought I had somehow gotten into the wrong room, even though we have like a passcode on it or whatever. (laughs) Like, what is going on?
1: What'd you say? I would love to have seen, been a fly on the wall in that situation. Just (laughs) knowing that you are not a very like confrontational in that situation. Did you just kind of walk in and stop? Or did she yeah, immediately yeah, say something? Basically,
0: I walked in, stopped, and she looked over and saw me, and then introduced herself or whatever. And she's like, "And I kind of figured she was moving in now." Okay. Um, but yeah, I had dirty clothes on the floor. Um, it wasn't too messy. I kept it decently clean, but um, yeah, no, it wasn't how I would have had it if I knew someone was moving in that day.
1: Yeah. So what what do you think? Do you think it would have been a better experience for you? Having a roommate, I mean, no. like you said, you basically just acknowledged that <laughs> to actually talk to people, you then had to leave, right. which you were it doing a good job of doing. Have, right? Yeah.
0: Joined a lot of organizations. It uh, it all worked out, but um, I mean, maybe in like a very technical sense, but like also, no, not at all. Okay. I would have hated it. Mm. Um. Which I don't know what happened to her. I think the girl who moved in that fall semester, the next spring she was gone. But I saw her on campus later, so I wasn't sure if she had just dropped out of honors or if she had uh, just requested to move rooms. Yeah. Which I don't see how that could have happened. We we just had a conversation like every once in a while.
1: And like she was never either. there, right? I mean she yeah, was pretty much she came home every weekend, she lived did. somewhere down the Metroplex or something. Right.
0: So. She had a job that she worked on the weekends and she yeah. would go home. Um, and yeah, she would usually come back like Monday morning or late Sunday night.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm
0: ooh, that's also the semester that I went and saw Sun in concert. That was like one of the most fun nights ever.
1: Yeah, I mean for you it was and I think we've, we've, we've talked about this. I don't know that we've talked about it on the podcast but it was like you had told us you were going to this concert.
0: No, I asked you if I could Sure,
1: go. whatever and then... Um, <laughs>
0: don't try to...
1: I'm just saying. I give
0: you every opportunity. No, I wouldn't and I
1: wouldn't have said no and I think I made that clear to you afterwards. Like I want you, I wanted you to go have those experiences. Mm-hmm. I think it was first kid, already living out of the house brings a little bit of like I don't know anxiety. anxiety, heartache, a little bit like that sometimes. And then I just remember the day you were going to that concert, you texting us or calling us or something, and you were driving to Dallas. It was like four in the afternoon or something, but mm-hmm. you are driving from Stephenville, Dallas, and dawning on me like, oh, she's going to this alone, and <laughs> you know, in going all the way right. to Dallas in your you know vehicle with 225,000 miles on it. And again, not it's a great vehicle. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I mean, I, I think it was a very natural parent reaction to not sleep for the next seven hours <laughs> right. while right. you were going to the concert, at the concert. Mm-hmm. I kind of started almost sleeping, but every time I would, it was almost like I would drift into a nightmare before I could even fall asleep. Oh, God. Almost just worried, thinking, oh, you know, whatever. So at some point we called, or you called us after the concert. So it's like after midnight. Right. And you're just talking to us as you drive. And it's like really weird because I'm nearly falling asleep. But then it was the same thing. Every time I'd almost fall asleep, I'd kind of wake up worried and Mm -hmm. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think uh, you called me like uh, pretty quickly after I got on the road and then um, either I think I called you when I was getting back to campus because this was on a Sunday night, which in hindsight wasn't the best. I still would have gone, but um, when I got back, there was like no parking.
1: Yeah, so. and I think my words to you were, I'm all in for this. Do this any time. <laughs> Invite somebody, and I will buy their ticket. <laughs> Just because, I mean, for the simple aspect of not only having a friend with you at the concert... Um, you know, kind of watching each other's back or whatever, mm-hmm. but also, on the drive, I mean, it's late at night. You're alone, right. kind of having someone to talk to you, stuff like that. So, next time,
0: next time, I don't think. Yeah, no, I never went on another one.
1: Yeah, my fault.
0: Mm, not really. I had brought it up to some friends, like we were trying to find one for mm-hmm. a minute, uh, but I don't know, nothing sounded that good, and it never stuck. So we just didn't go.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll, you'll find something soon, I'm sure. Surely. Maybe the next Miley Cyrus (laughs) tour you can go. Oh, gosh.
0: No way. See, here's the the thing I decided with concerts after that Modson one. That one was so awesome. And I decided I'm not doing any more, I don't know if this is the right terminology, but like stadium Mm -hmm. tours. I know what you mean. There is no way. Yeah, I'm not spending money to go see Miley Cyrus or Taylor Swift and sit like, 1,000 feet away from them. And
1: there's the key. And that's what I always say, too, is I would rather go to one great concert in over five years than one Mm -hmm. every year as long as that one I can sit close Right. Everything else I'd almost rather just watch on YouTube or, or whatever, you know, if I'm at to sit way up there, but we, had, we've, and we've had some concerts where we were lucky enough to sit really close or stand down in the pit or whatever. And it's yeah. just like unbeatable once you have that experience. And then I can remember the one mom and I went to see Bruce Springsteen at the American Airlines Center. And it wasn't even like we were that high, but we were high enough to where all we did was stare at the big screen in the sky, you know, the big Mm -hmm. whatever. And uh, I just was like, "Ah, we're not doing this anymore, you Mm -hmm. know, it's...
0: And it's still so much money, even if you are seated far away.
1: And it took me like 30-something years to come to that realization where you got it pretty early. So <laughs> right. maybe that'll mean better experiences. I was
0: experiences. Enough, um, for that one that I found the tickets, and it was like $30 for mm. the whole thing. Oh, my. And, of course, there was like gas, I guess. And yeah. I did buy a bit of merch or whatever, which... Probably more than tripled my ending price. But it was just $30. Every seat was general admission. So I got there like early enough to where I was like very close to the front the whole time. That's
1: awesome. That's, you know, that's awesome. awesome. So overall, good first semester. Everything was mm-hmm. going well. Grades were great.
0: Um, oh, that's another thing. Uh, I was really close to having all A's. The class that I got a B in was my freshman year seminar class, which was like a one hour credit or whatever. And it was so stupid and it made me so mad. Um, I got a B in that. I made an A in all of my real classes, but this one is just like, it is what it sounds like. they yeah. just kind of just like a one hour
1: right. little seminar course, right?
0: Right. Um, and I think... I did just stop showing up at one point, which, I, you know, I kind of deserved the B then, I guess. i pretty sure I thought that the class was over at one point and it wasn't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's that. I guess I was lucky
1: to still get a just B and it. that. It's like, whatever. Right. A very minor impact, e- either way. Right. Um,
0: I didn't make the Dean's List, though, because of that.
1: Ugh. Which. Yeah. That was fine though. Yeah, it's all right. So come home for Christmas that year, go back in the spring.
0: Yes. All new
1: classes. Actually. Same room but no roommate.
0: Anything happen um that Christmas? Did I get anything awesome?
1: No. Ah, oh, dang
0: it. <laughs> oh no, that's when we did the scavenger hunt which was yes. really fun. Yeah, uh, that was a lot of fun. We need to talk about that at some point this Christmas scavenger. We'll, we'll hunts, dedicate but...
1: that to next Christmas. Right. That podcast.
0: <laughs> right. Hopefully, hopefully we are still consistently going. Yes, we will be.
1: Not hopefully, we will be. So back in the spring, let me like I'll just chime in real quick too with my how I would guess my first semester of college ended up. I'm gonna say if I took 12 hours, um, I probably got like two or a C, maybe two C's and and two D's, and I may have even had like a drop or something like that. Uh, So from a Mm -hmm maturity, discipline level, (laughs) you were light years ahead of me there. Uh, You were pushing yourself kind of outside of your normal boundaries and stuff in terms of social stuff too. So hats off Um, to you for sure on that. So into the spring.
0: Um, Beginning of the spring. Spring 2022. So
1: a year ago, right now.
0: Yes, a year ago, right now. Um, Yeah, again, there was no roommate. That time the whole semester, no roommate, because that girl didn't come out. I thought maybe she had left the university, but then I saw her later, and I was like, oh, gosh. I wonder if it was me, or if she just dropped out of honors, or whatever.
1: Ah, it wasn't Um, you.
0: I mean, maybe.
1: You never saw her. You were never there. (laughs) She was never there, so I doubt it very much. But
0: she cleaned the bathroom kind of often, and I never did. Well, I didn't... Mm. I didn't think that was necessary,
1: you didn't think it was necessary to clean the bathroom?
0: No, not really, which, you know.
1: and you're just sharing it with one other person,
0: <laughs> I, I think the
1: necessity's high in that situation. Uh, go ahead,
0: probably, probably. um let's see. the classes I was taking that semester, uh my hardest classes were cal two was kind of hard, but physics was the death of me, probably. That was the sentencing, I think okay. Um, and it was also probably a little bit like internal and other things, but physics was definitely the hardest class that I took that semester. Um, I met another awesome friend though, through that and we kind of struggled our way through it, but, um, hmm. spring is also when I became obsessed with Cobra Kai and that was amazing.
1: Thank you, Bill Simmons. Thank uncle Bill. Go ahead.
0: Listen, I just, I, I think I'll always have something against that man because he pronounced Zendaya Zendaya for an entire episode, which like, I, it's a silly thing to get hung up on, but I'll never be able to Very look at silly. him the same.
1: He did it again, or no, 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 uh, Ryan Rossillo did it with uh, Dua, Dua Lipa. <laughs> I think he was calling her Dua Lipa on a recent episode. Oh my God. That's okay. Yeah, kinda. I think it kind of looks like it could be dualipa. That's
0: funny. I mean, I don't know if I would, but that's funny. Um, let's see.
1: Spring semester. Spring semester. Where
0: were we again? It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Physics was the death of you. A little bit of silence in the podcast keeps people alive sitting on the
1: edge of their seats waiting to see what you're going to say next about physics right yeah
0: right about stupid stupid physics there you go the thing is it might have been doomed from the start because I had uh I missed the first day of class because the room had changed (laughs) that morning and I didn't realize that that had happened and so I went to this classroom and it was just empty and then I was like what and then I was just sitting there, and I didn't know where to go. You just
1: sat there in the empty room? No,
0: not in the empty room, but in the building. Okay. And I was waiting for someone that like, I recognized or whatever. Yeah. Didn't find anyone. Didn't happen.
1: So you didn't go to the no. very first day <laughs> No, of I missed the
0: very first day. But then I, I went back to my dorm and just emailed the professor and whatever, and it was
1: fine. Okay. Not bad.
0: Um, let's see. I don't know exactly how to describe this or where... I mean, we aren't explicit, are we?
1: We, I, are we can be as explicit as you want to be. I mean, okay. I think well, it's fine. It's a podcast.
0: Yeah, but... I think we can check the people... little explicit
1: mark, too, when we, we upload can. this one.
0: Okay. Well, I, I don't know. I don't remember the exact moment when things kind of went to shit, yeah. but it was this semester. Okay. <laughs> um, I remember, like, stressing over this final that I had to take. It was... Uh, it was Maddie's birthday weekend, so I came home that weekend, um, and it was really cold, icy or whatever, and um, I, it was a physics final, and I was, like, stressing that week, kind of, and then I was, like, studying the night before, and then I went in, took the exam... And I was just certain, I was like, that went pretty bad, pretty bad. I didn't know basically any of that stuff. And I was like messaging one of my friends who, she had also, uh, she was taking this class with me, and um, she's like, yeah, I definitely uh, bombed that or whatever. And I don't know, that class was just very frustrating. But anyways, I came back, enjoyed Maddie's uh, birthday. We had some Cakes by K cookies, Cobra Kai themed. It was Awesome. Awesome. With uh, which, now that we're just going explicit, we can say Maddie's catchphrase that was written on those little headbands. <laughs> uh, Maddie, do you want to come over uh, to this just, mic and say it?
1: You can just say the acronym that was on the headband. I think most people will know exactly what that is.
0: Fine, P O S M F, right yep. on the headband, right the there, little karate guy. Yep. Uh, yes. That's
1: what Maddie mutters under her breath every time <laughs> I ask her to unload the dishwasher, probably.
0: Probably. Maddie's not a big fan of that.
1: So, you think that's where it kind of started, the right. derail? Right.
0: February would have been the month that was, like, the start of the, like, steep decline. And,
1: and the steep decline just being academic? Or was um, there something else?
0: It was probably uh, mental health, too, yeah. a lot. Um, I was sleeping in a lot more. I think I missed a lot of calculus that semester, which...
1: And that was the 8 a.m. class again? Yes, no? I took okay. it 8
0: a.m. again because I wanted to have the same professor again, and Smart. he only yeah. had it 8 a.m., which uh, still love that professor. Uh, his whole... The way his class was set up was just, like, worked best, I think. Um, yeah, I ended up... I made a C in that class, I think.
1: Yeah. So I think the thing, like, when when with that spring... Uh, mm-hmm. Was it really like, again, you talk about the fall, how things were going, (laughs) you'd come back. Uh, You really weren't, you know, and again, just being completely frank and transparent, that's what Mm -hmm. we're going to be here, Grace. This is all just Mm -hmm. no holds barred. Okay. Uh, From my perspective, I didn't see it coming at all. I didn't yeah. see it coming at all. So, I don't know if we weren't checking a ton cuz we just <laughs> thought, well, she's so you guys on didn't top of it. Visit. We did never visit. Yeah, and I'll own that too, but the um we did see you though. When yes. you were here, yeah. we met in Weatherford okay, a couple yeah. times, but anyways, the uh what was I going with that? You
0: didn't. Before see it now, coming.
1: I've got an uh, immense amount of guilt on my <laughs> Mom, heart right now. No,
0: no, it's okay, it's okay. I don't know if I really. Yeah, d-
1: eaten. didn't see it coming. That was yeah. it. And I mean, I think you know, I can't really remember exactly the details of that weekend. I think it was spring break when I first mm-hmm. had a little bit of a hint that oh man, you know, because I don't know if we were talking about grades and you know, you definitely weren't super forthcoming saying. Right away, that I'm bombing this. You know <laughs> right. what I mean. You were yeah. kind of, and I mean, and that's natural. I would say I'd have handled it the same way because I'm somehow mm-hmm. thinking I'm going to throw a hail mary and get out <laughs> of this thing with a B or a C or yeah. whatever, you know. And uh, but um, nonetheless, I mean, it was it was interesting, and 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 I think just like it was such a big turn, not only grade wise, but like you said, the mental health aspect of it. That's mm-hmm. interesting, and and kind of. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think kicked that off?
0: See, I don't know. That's something that I've really tried to think about a few times, mm-hmm. and uh, which we'll get into this later. But this last semester, I was talking with one of my friends, and she's like, "Well, I mean, some people it takes them like they're here the whole four years, and it takes them that long, and then they're like stuck with this degree that they didn't even want, and they didn't know that that wasn't what they were interested in." So. I'm thinking maybe it was just a lack of passion for whatever I was studying. Like it did didn't really seem that worth it. I guess I sure. I felt stuck in this though because I didn't want to get a degree in something that wasn't gonna give me a high paying job. Mm-hmm. And so that was the mindset I was in. So I was like, oh, I'm just gonna rough it out. Like who needs to even really enjoy what they're doing, you know?
1: Yeah, and I, well, and I you know I that was another thing and I, and I just have to think this is a common theme for a lot of people so hopefully mm-hmm. this helps people hearing this uh you know the spring of your senior year in high school and the summer i do recall us going through all of the catalog and departments and everything that were at tarleton you were yes. going to tarleton that was set what mm-hmm. you were going to major in you were still kind of up in the air on mm-hmm. And I've told other people this just kind of not necessarily, you know, back then talking about kind of how you got to computer science. And very much I felt like it was us asking Alexa or Googling (laughs) average salary for this. Right. And I don't, you know, in my mind, I feel like I was pretty much like, "Hey, you, you need to do what what you're going to enjoy. Find something you're going to enjoy." Which to me, it was like journalism. It was, I but at the same Mm. time, I was like, I
0: kind of also hated journalism. Yeah,
1: but then I also thought computer science can go anywhere. It's going to become like the new like you know business degree kind of, and that Mm -hmm. you're if you can get that skill set, you can probably go into any facet of of you know work that career or career choice that you want so I thought man this is a really good one I got really excited about Mm -hmm. it too uh but also I mean what was your feeling on a gap year before we finish the rest of your freshman year had you had any thought about a gap year you know at Um, in high school
0: in high school I think I had mentioned it once um but then I, I was like, nah, I don't really want to. Yeah. I don't really care to. If I'm going to college, I'm just going to go. Sure. Um, I did remember thinking, though, after spring and then kind of this last fall that I, I should have. I should have definitely taken a gap year. That was a really big mistake of uh, doing that.
1: It's not a big mistake, though. I mean, you're I mean, essentially taking... Say so. It's not a really big mistake, Grace. I mean, you're there, and to me it was like the really big mistake was kind of and I don't want to say this is not mm-hmm. right because I know there was a bigger picture. It's not like you just gave up. I don't want to say that by any means on the classes and in the grades, but, uh, you kind of, you know, uh, that, that was my thought. It was just like, okay. You know, I, when I started to sense that maybe we're going to have a break coming up and I would say it was even during that freshman year, something around spring break or when you back, went back after spring mm-hmm. break, me thinking, well, maybe her gap—whether it's a year or five years or twenty years or whatever—that doesn't yeah. matter. People call it a gap year, but the gap, maybe that's going to come after the freshman year, you know, mm-hmm. and that's perfectly fine. What is your recollection on how your parents felt about the gap year?
0: Um, in high school? Yeah. I don't know. I think the the one time that I had mentioned it to mom, I she said something like, "It didn't come off as like aggressive necessarily." but it was just like well then you like have to get a job or whatever and it just sounded negative and so i was like yeah, yeah
1: well and i it. think that's probably just from a parent the fear of you think your child is thinking i'm going <laughs> to take a year of video games and doritos <laughs> on the couch and then probably. i'll figure <laughs> out what, well, you know that's, what i mean that,
0: that's exactly what yeah and as yeah.
1: a parent cuz i don't think i i think i feel like i was on board i feel like mm-hmm. i kind of thought it might be a good idea uh i and
0: you you once were gung ho though for me, uh Quitting, not quitting high school, but homeschooling and then pursuing sure. a CrossFit career. Yeah, yeah.
1: That was the catch, though. You had <laughs> yeah. to say, you had to buy in completely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I that was probably <laughs> a, uh, near the height of the CrossFit Kool Aid for me. And I right. was just thinking, and Wouldn't regardless, cool? and you, I mean, it wasn't like I presented that to you. It was more mm-hmm. like for about three years, you asked to be homeschooled. <laughs> yeah, and it was, was kind like of finally, okay, out. fine. And I kind of just thought, all right, let's see what she says to this. And, uh, you didn't, and that's good, probably because <laughs> I don't know how I would have taught everything to you. But um, <laughs> nonetheless, yeah, no. so, I do
0: remember that in high school. There were there were some years in high school where, like, I think my mental health probably was the, like the took the biggest hit, like this past few college years. But like my freshman year of high school, I remember being terrible. Yeah, I I hated it. I hated life.
1: I yeah. wanted out. It's tough. The, um, I mean, so when, like, as you're going, you're in that spring semester, let's just mm. take it up to around that spring break time. Okay. At that point, you probably had a pretty good idea that you were not going to make it out with great grades <laughs> in the majority of your classes.
0: Right. I don't, I don't remember, uh, much of spring break. Yeah. Can you give me a little refresher? What I happening? don't
1: remember and it no? either. I I'm assuming you came home for a good chunk of it, if not all of it. And, right. um, but I'm sure mom and I probably had to work through it. So it wasn't like we did some vacation or something like that. But right. so at that point someone had already put it in your head, like is, is that right, or was that this last fall when someone said, Oh, all these people are here for this degree and they get out in four years and they don't even you want to do what they got the degree in?
0: Um, the idea that I was completely uninterested in uh Uh, doing college anymore was definitely this last fall. I think I was still thinking that I wanted to get a degree in the spring, but it was just like, I just felt kind of stuck. Like I was frozen a little bit. And so like that semester just wasn't working.
1: Sure. And uh, so we get to the end of that semester. What were the grades? Do you remember just even roughly? Um,
0: Roughly, I think C in calculus, uh maybe like a B in one of my other classes, uh another like C or B. Oh yeah, yeah, a B in theater. I was lucky with that grade that she gave me because the final on that one I had done like half of it. And if we're being honest right now, I did not even do that half. That mm-hmm. was something that my friends had done. Um when, like, we were talking one night, and I was like, I have this f- stupid, like, final project for like, theater or whatever, and um, I just don't want to do it. I'm just not going to do it. And then they're like, no, no. And, like, one of them who's really responsible, she's, like, an above-and-beyond above, above and beyond friend, like, crazy loyal and whatever. She just decided we were going to, like, work this night Tag and team do this it. and get it done. <laughs> yeah, and get this done. So we got, like, the first part of it done or whatever. It's good, I, friends.
1: Yeah, good friends. Yeah, great friends. Yeah.
0: And, um... So I turned that in, and I kind of explained what was going on at the end of that semester with, like, where I was mentally to the teacher. And she was nice enough to give me an 80 sure. on it, even though I turned in probably 40.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's nice. And, I, and, I, and I you know, again, that was one of the things we talked about some of that, too, <laughs> is just reaching out to some of these professors and being transparent with them, kind of with where mm-hmm. you were. And I think that was more the message in the fall because that spring year freshman year like i said i don't think we quite saw it coming until it was probably a little too late or whatever yeah probably i mean i feel like the first time i really like it was concrete at like oh no it was like the week <laughs> of finals yeah, and you had basically. maybe told mom you know phys- i i don't even know if i'm going to go or whatever so mm-hmm. you failed physics
0: yes failed physics and, and got a
1: d and um Something right? Something that you had to have a C in for your major, maybe? Oh, or? Yes,
0: I think it was D or fail in uh, Comp Two. Okay. And yeah, that was. I just didn't do the final paper. Yeah, I didn't write. I just couldn't.
1: And you know, during that, it's such an interesting thing. You know, for me as your parent, right, and not mm. being—I feel like I was—I, you know very well versed on mental health. I don't know, like not educated on it maybe and not like someone that was trained to spot issues or things <laughs> that were happening by right. any means, but uh, it was still very much in my head. And this is like a generational thing. This is something mm-hmm. I've talked to someone about a little bit is just like um, in my head, it was no, bear down, fight harder, and you know, get out of mm-hmm. here with a C, scrape by, whatever mm-hmm. you have to do you know and i felt like in hindsight i kind of felt i don't know if i felt bad cuz i definitely think it was not the it wasn't necessarily the wrong way to go it was just the slightly ignorant i was lacking all the information and instead of maybe right. sitting down with you and saying what's going on um and not that you share real easily in those conversations <laughs> no, anyway so i don't all. know it would not have got us where we wanted to be anyways but the it was much more like I was viewing it. Like uh, she fell behind, and this mm-hmm. is where you kind of learn. This is one of the things you learn. You learn mm-hmm. right here that you just now. Hey, the the consequence of me not taking this seriously for the months of you know February and March are now meaning I've got to do all this extra work in May before it's right. over or whatever. When I, that you know, and again in in hindsight, uh, I wish I would have taken more time to look at like your mental state and your overall Mm -hmm. state rather than thinking, well, everything's great. She just flew through her fall (laughs) semester perfectly. She's got, you know, making new friends. She's getting involved. This is strictly just, she got overstretched a little bit and fell behind. And it was more Mm -hmm. fight, fight, fight. You know, in my mind, it was like, do not give up, do not give Mm
0: -hmm. up. And I was ready to just call it uh, quits on that semester. In the spring. Yes. Yeah, because you pretty much
1: already knew physics is gone. Mm -hmm. So did that impact you with the other classes too? Knowing you were going to fail one, did it make you just think, screw all this, I'm done?
0: (laughs) I I didn't say screw it to all the other classes. Not necessarily because I thought I was going to fail physics. It was more, I guess, stress over all of it. Um, I think with, like, calculus, it was... uh, whatever like I kept trying at that because I still I enjoyed that I at least understood it like physics there was no hope or whatever I wasn't getting anything from the lectures or whatever and then calculus it was just kind of actually me falling behind which I ended up okay in that Hmm. the final exam I feel like technically I shouldn't have ended up with a C it was gonna be like kind of close or whatever but I think it was supposed to be D but that professor so nice and I think uh since he, I had him like the last semester before that, and that was a really small class. That's calculus you're of, talking about. Yes, yeah. calculus. Yeah. So, Cal two, I got out with a C.
1: So you in that semester, you come home. For
0: the I think as
1: we were going into that, to knowing things were going bad, it was English and physics were the two. That's right that you did. Yes. And you, whatever. I can't mm-hmm. remember the details of both, but in my mind, again, so I'm thinking as a parent that is. I don't know what caused me to be like Mm -hmm. this, but uh, as a parent, my thought was, that's all right. We've got the summer. We've got the summer. You Mm -hmm. can stay on track. You know what I mean? And I think from my standpoint, I never stayed on track. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. to me, it was just, I knew that you were putting a lot of value on staying on track Mm -hmm. and that you had this plan that this counselor had said, this is how you're going to get out in four years. Right? I
0: did not want to, I don't know, which is an interesting thought, since I enjoyed the fall so much, but I did not want to be there longer than four years.
1: Sure, sure.
0: Um, and I think that was just like a money thing. Like I was like, there is only so much of it, and yeah. if I use it all, then ah, uh, come Dylan on, and Maddie. <laughs> come on. I wanted there to be enough to for Dylan to be able to go, <laughs> yeah. and then I was like, maybe I can just put some back into the pool that for Maddie.
1: For well, if she wants that, to and go that's I mean that that again you're the uh, you're laying a guilt trip on my my soul right now (laughs) and that that's something that you're even worried about or thinking about because we'll figure it out. That's never going to be something that we just don't figure out if that's what somebody wants to do. But, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I was real curious though at the end of that semester, kind Mm -hmm. of what got you to that point. And then, like I said, my mindset being, and we, you remember, too, like the, the, the mm-hmm. you were a little bit open to discussing summer school.
0: Yes. And it, then
1: we kind of had some awkwardly placed family trips uh, right. where it was going to be like, well, we need to find something online. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of just quickly became, I think once you got here and we had like a week or two to get going for summer school, mm-hmm. I think your mother and I had a talk that maybe this is just best to have a summer you know, and right. not deal with that stuff, go on vacation. And again, I I don't that's,
0: know. I'm, I don't know. It's just, that's interesting because my mindset had stayed like kind of uh, in the last month of the spring semester. It was just like, okay, we'll scrap all this, but I can kind of reset hopefully, catch up a little bit during the summer and then uh, do better in that fall. And then that summer, I think I it just, like, it kind of fell apart, the plans for doing classes or whatever, and I felt still that you guys were not on board with me not doing those classes.
1: Without, with not doing summer? Right. No, I was, I, I feel like once you were here for a week and we were kind of right up against the buzzer of where are you going to take the classes, we had done some looking at different places that we're going to offer it online or whatever, and, um... No, I think once we got into the like it was beyond it, mm-hmm. I definitely feel like there may have been a time where I thought, well, do you just want to at least look into English during the second summer session or something like that, you right. know? B- because my fear was like that you were going to be very... um it was going to impact your motivation that you fell off track. That was my fear Mm -hmm. was like, I knew like to me, you were so caught up early and like, this is my plan, my four year plan. I'm out in four years and so on. And I think it really, I feared was she's going to go back in spring and it's still going to just be lingering in her head now that she's two classes behind where she should be right now or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it did or not, but At some point during the summer, I agreed. It was just like, I think we just, this, you know, you need that normal summer break.
0: Yeah. When there was like one month left in summer, I remember like I put something on my Snapchat story of like, I definitely made the right decision not taking summer classes. Like this would have gone terrible. Um, Because the summer, it it also had me in a weird mindset. It was certainly different from where I was at in the spring, but uh, I think just emotionally I was going through like mood swings that were kind of intense um I I don't know and I just thought like oh once I get back in the fall because I was like I needed this break and once I get back in the fall things will kind of be better and I'll be able to reset or whatever
1: well and it's a really interesting dynamic with a kid that goes away like you did like I would assume the large majority of kids do in that you've kind of got this independence freedom um, and kind of what came with it, mm-hmm. but then you also had this kind of letdown at the end, which I don't know if you were viewing it that way or not. Sounds like you were though. And mm-hmm. um, And then also you're just back in now you're back in the house, right? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean, it's almost like just <laughs> back to never. how we were or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I mean, I get that completely, completely.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Didn't try therapy in the summer which yeah. lasted two weeks. I we paid for like a month or whatever, but I quit.
1: You I thought it was three weeks. Now you're telling me it was only yeah, two well, weeks. I'm
0: telling you it was only two. Which
1: was interesting, you know, and again full transparency there. We uh, as we were talking about that together, we just thought a non per like a non-in-person mm-hmm. session might be what you would desire, right? So, of course, BetterHelp being a sponsor for like so many podcasts that I listened <laughs> right. to, it was like already yeah, on the no, tip of my mind. So, yeah. BetterHelp, amazing job with your advertising. <laughs> um, from Grace's standpoint, maybe not so amazing job with the therapist, or maybe you just weren't ready at that point. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe it wasn't not. a good matchup. I don't know. But when we were doing that, I mean, I'll be honest in saying that I very much was like, I'm going to do this too. I mm-hmm. need this too. I know, you know, there's some things I need to address, some things I need to fix that might be something that a therapist could help me with and you didn't, uh though. I didn't. No, I didn't. That's and I think part of it was I was kind of thinking, let's see how it goes with you, you know, mm-hmm. and see if this is something, you know, that we want to move forward with or whatever. That was the wrong Mm -hmm. decision. I should have just done it right then too, (laughs) because it might've also introduced the opportunity for the two of us to almost have like where we could have bounced it off of each other, how our sessions were going Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, Because it is an interesting dynamic and that's so different from like uh, going to an office and speaking with a therapist in person with BetterHelp, you can truly like okay. I'm not feeling it right here after mm-hmm. two or three meetings with somebody, and I do think it's only fair to at least give them you know a few. Probably, yeah, a little bit longer. But I'm not than feeling it, and you can literally hit a button on your phone that switches you to a different therapist, and mm-hmm. also probably. And I haven't done that, but it walks you through. I believe, from what I understand, kind of what you didn't like, which is perfectly fine, and mm-hmm. what you'd be looking for in replacement of that or whatever. So, and I do think there's just that you know having so full transparency and not to jump off of college here but then I did end up doing better help. Yes. I'm still doing better help now and I would say that first three or four sessions I had with the therapist um it was the same thing there's just a little bit of an awkwardness up front, you know and I mean mm-hmm. that's just natural I believe um but since you know not that there was anything wrong at that point but it's been great uh and I've enjoyed it and it might have been luck of the draw it might have been whatever but It's not like you just jump into one of those sessions and empty your heart. You know what I mean? Right. So I I do feel like there's that first several uh, sessions that are more about just kind of getting to know each other or whatever. But So summer in between freshman sophomore year, but as the summer's ending, you're ready to go. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, which I was surprised by. I kind (laughs) of thought during the summer, she's going to decide, don't want to go back. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in fact, I remember the discussion we had you and i had do you mm-hmm. remember this
0: maybe a little bit
1: you felt like i hoodwinked you trapped you sabotaged yes. you whatever no, and yeah. that i said hey let's go pick up food for everyone right yeah,
0: that was not your best move no i actually uh talked with one of my coworkers about it because they said <laughs> that something similar happened to them sure I was like, yes. Well, and exactly. I'll explain
1: my side of it, but let's explain what happened, right? Okay. So we were, we, we basically, here was my plan, I guess is what I thought. <laughs> yeah, explain I that. couldn't get you to have mm-hmm. a dialogue about what mm-hmm. was coming in, in terms of going back. And not just, in my mind, it's like, I just want to make sure, you know, if you're going back, take, you know, you need to dig in, you know, mm-hmm. and, and 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 our expectations were that you would do better than what you had, how you had finished the spring. And, uh, which I don't, again, um, Trapped me. so, but I'll, I'll say this just from my side on this, I feel like you were dodging it at any time mm-hmm. I tried to talk to you about it. And I feel like your mom probably would echo that sentiment as well. And it would almost become uh, nothing against your wonderful sisters or whatever, but it was just <laughs> like kind of hard to have that conversation when it was just like, Everyone in and out, and it was just too many distractions. Because I was thought in my mind, I was like, this needs to be a deep, slow, thoughtful conversation. And I thought, I just got to get her one on one. I've got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And so, what I did was, and this wasn't a <laughs> lie, we were really going to pick up food. We did pick up food. But it was, all right, we're going to go pick up food, and I'm going to take the, uh, 10 mile route or 15 mile (laughs) route to get to the subway or whatever that's one mile away. Like,
0: drove down towards Runaway (laughs) Bay for a little bit.
1: So, and and again, not my best move. Probably should have, not probably. I should have forecasted clearly to you that we're going to go on a drive (laughs) and we're going to have this conversation, unless you'd rather go somewhere else or if you'd rather lock the door or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. But this conversation's got to happen, Grace. So you tell me how you want to do it, you know, and that's what right. I should have done. Because in hindsight, I could see how you felt very sabotaged in that moment.
0: Yes, I was I was not happy about so that. So give me your Subscribed. recollection
1: of it. So we get in the car, um, we're driving.
0: Yeah, we're driving. And then uh, you bring up the conversation or whatever. And you're asking me these questions. And I, I, I am trying my best to answer you sure. with like what. I am able to
1: impatient parent though right Yes. I mean I definitely right. know because
0: you you had tried the conversation multiple times and uh you were asking me questions that I'm sure like seemed to just, like should have had like a simple answer um, and I don't know, I just couldn't do it I didn't Put it into like words. it right yeah and uh and I would take a minute to like try to collect myself and figure it out, and you were.
1: Grace does this deal. She's got to tell when she's like really upset about something, and it's her basically her bottom (laughs) jaw. come it like comes down an extra 4 inches. It's not really that big, but it's not it's very that. subtle really. Actually, mm-hmm. it's not a big movement okay. at all, but you can definitely sense it. And I just remember we were probably 5 minutes into that drive and I looked mm-hmm. over at you and you were staring straight ahead with that look and I thought, mm-hmm. "Oh crap, you know, like what have I done?" Cuz <laughs> now I'm thinking, "Well, now instead of even having a discussion, I've just pissed her off or or upset her." And um you know I, at that point, I was afraid you were just going to maybe almost like rebel a little and be like, mm-hmm. s- you know, screw it, I'm not going back," or blah blah blah," when I saw it <laughs> look on your face, but instead it turned into in my mind, where you kind of went short answers and mm-hmm. I started putting words in your mouth, like I start like mm-hmm. like again, as impatient parent, it's like saying, "What are you thinking about this?" Silence, 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 <laughs> silence. The impatient parent then goes, Well, are you thinking you're going to do this or you're going to do this? Or are you, this? Or are you mm-hmm. thinking this? So you're thinking that. Right. Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> what are you thinking? Is that what you're going to do? What's terrible, the plan? Terribly it is. Annoying. It is. But I, and again, I, I'm not going to defend it. It was not my best moment parenting no. wise or anything. But just... I think from my viewpoint, just so you can see it, I'd spent the summer trying to mm-hmm. get some answers on that. And now we were, I think what really set it in was the bill came from Tarleton. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, it was like, okay, I can't, I'm not paying for this without knowing you're, go, you're all in. In my right. mind, I needed to know you were all in because, and I, I feel like on that drive even talking about it, you don't have to, you don't have to go back. It's up, mm-hmm. you know, and, and trying to make it very clear that I won't, you know, wanted you to do it. And I don't know, did you feel that way or did you feel like I wanted you to go back, regardless Um, of what was going on in your head?
0: I don't know. It didn't really feel like you uh, had a preference for either one. Um, Yeah, it was just like if you're going back, it has to be 100%.
1: And can you understand then why that would be a fair thing to want to (laughs) hear?
0: Yes. Yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like... That wasn't the conversation that we were having necessarily in that moment. And just in in that car ride, I just remember feeling so physically and mentally just trapped.
1: That was the big, yeah. Yeah. And I remember, too, I think you said something to mom when we did get back. and
0: I mean, I felt bad
1: immediately. I knew it wasn't the way to do it. We should have went and sat somewhere or mom should have been with us or what. I don't know.
0: It wasn't the right mindset to have that conversation
1: in. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, I think. Um, We had tried to have the conversation, I feel like, multiple times in various venues and in various ways. And it wasn't going anywhere. It was almost like you would just kind of be silent long enough for some type of Mm -hmm. distraction or need to set in or whatever, you know. That was my Mm -hmm. perspective. I'm not saying you were doing that on purpose. I'm sure you were thinking you've inherited... From me, I'm not going to put mom in the bucket, but, uh, you know, that kind of like almost sometimes where I get paralyzed in a decision-making situation, you know, where Mm -hmm. I am just absolutely paralyzed and don't feel like I can make a decision and put way more weight on it than should be. Mm -hmm. I'm way overthinking it, like thousands percent times more. Just I'm way overthinking it. And with that just is increasing the anxiety on myself just because i'm not making a call mm-hmm. and going you know but right. i don't know anything else about the summer anything else about your dad trapping you in a car and
0: Gosh, yeah that was it felt like uh it, it would have made a good like sitcom scene sure we, we, yeah we put a little bit more comedy into it, it sure been great yeah um
1: well, here, Grace, I'm sorry. I legitimately <laughs> am. I've never said that. I'm sorry for putting you in that spot. I'm sorry for there's better ways to do it, and I should have done it better. And I uh, won't promise I'll do it any better on Dylan and Maddie. Maybe they deserve <laughs> I do it the exact same if we need that. That no, way It's no. only fair. It's only fair, <laughs> it's Maddie. Only,
0: sorry, Maddie. <laughs> no, no. Learn from your mistakes. Give them something better. Yeah.
1: And, I mean, that's kind of like, to me, that's one of the big overarching things probably themes of this episode and, and Mm -hmm. not necessarily mistakes, but you're just learning. I mean, life is constant learning and Mm -hmm. recalibrating and changing what we do and changing how we go about things from what we learned to make things better for ourselves going forward. Mm -hmm. So there were definitely a lot of learning points for me from that entire, everything you've talked about so far, Mm -hmm. um, you know, things that, you know, I look back on and think, well, I should have done it differently, should have handled this differently, whatever. Right.
0: Um, In hindsight, I feel like the biggest, like, pushing for me to go uh, back in the fall was just I, I didn't feel like staying here was a viable option because of where my mental state still was. Yeah.
1: So it was like getting away again. Right. Which but,
0: is kind of what was happening at the end of the spring. I thought if I could get away again this time, it'll be the change that's necessary.
1: Yeah, Which,
0: oh, gosh. Oh no! Dang it!
1: <laughs> put that thing.
0: Which is put that thing in a laundry room. The terrible uh, mindset that it needed, is. It needed to be an internal. Change.
1: And I mean, again, hindsight. I wish you would have worded it that way and said it, just mm-hmm. like, hey. I don't necessarily want to go back for the school and the classes, <laughs> but I need separation right now. Well, I, didn't
0: want to tell I don't know you what we could that. have done. There Why not? There've been no other option anyways.
1: Like what? What do you mean? Like we couldn't have said you can move into the backyard. We'll build a TP <laughs> for you and give you <laughs> oh, some space right there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It it was I didn't. I didn't want to tell you that. But I just need to.
1: No, I get it, and And I wouldn't have wanted to say that either at your age. And I was still
0: in the headspace of like this can work. Yeah. Like this. This is going to work the next semester. Yeah.
1: Okay. So we move you Mm. back in. Yes. You move to a new dorm, right? Or a new yeah new dorm situation.
0: First of all. my my bestie Anna, she had uh, become an RL at in Texan Village, and she was asking me. She's like, "Please, like, it would be awesome if you moved in here with me. That way, I don't have to be with randos because, like, as an RL, um, you know, don't want to ha- don't have to live with like residents that sure. I'm not already close with or whatever." Sure. Her. Um, which, speaking of which, um, Anna got the SRL position, which is just like higher up. So claps for her. That's oh yeah awesome. way to go. Um, yeah, so I was living with her in Texan Village. Second off reason is even I had already picked Texan Village because I was like yeah, let's just let's live together or whatever. And um, I my GPA dropped below the level of like honors so I couldn't live there anymore anyways.
1: So I had to change spots. but getting yes. to live with your good friend, so yes. that's good.
0: And that was awesome. And this was an apartment style dorm. So we we each had our own rooms. It was me, Anna, and then one other girl who I had, I became friends with that semester. We didn't really know each other beforehand, but it all worked out. No fourth roommate, which was kind of nice too.
1: So you're back and how quick, so again, I don't know whether we just kind of jumped to the end of that and then work backwards (laughs) from there. Uh, how do you want to do it? It's your story. So you tell it and I'll just pepper questions as we go.
0: I guess let's keep going chronologically. Just go straight forward. Um, the semester started out okay. I think I had moved in a few days before, uh, classes started. And I remember we, I was talking with some friends like the night before classes, we were just in our living room or whatever, and. and I was I, I was thinking and I was telling them, I was like, I just don't know. I said, I don't feel ready for classes to start yet or whatever. And in that moment, I was saying it as like kind of like a, I, I don't want to get back into the work. I need more of a break or whatever. But I think legitimately, I probably wasn't ready for that semester in any capacity, so, which it started out fine, though. Like I was going to every class. I was... uh doing all my homework, you know, um, the thing about Texan Village, though, compared to honors, is that it is so much farther away from all of, like, the main stuff, like, the academic buildings, and, uh, which is where, like, all clubs would be, or whatever, and dining hall, so I, I was staying home a lot more, but that was fine, I had these two awesome friends who I was living with, um, and we had that cool, super cool projector yeah. on in the living room, which we watched the first two seasons of Cobra Kai on that. And I was like, man, I wish we were watching this in higher quality because that new roommate, it was her first time going through it. And um, she's like, no, I love it. It, g- it gives it kind of the 80s feel, the way, like, the terrible quality of this sure.
1: projector.
0: <laughs> we eventually got a TV, and that was awesome too, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. The classes I was taking that semester were easier um it was discrete math which i'm gonna say that yeah that's probably easier than cal 2 i'll say that um and then yeah no no physics this time i didn't retake either of the classes that i had failed the semester before um statistics was my other math class which was was like super easy come on i'll just breeze right through this yeah (laughs)
1: So when did things start to not go well?
0: Mm, I want to say like a couple of weeks before midterms. I had started uh, skipping out on some classes. Like I wasn't going to everyone anymore. And then like it kind of snowballed from there. I wasn't going to classes a lot. And then by the time midterms came around, midterms was the like point. Okay. i I'd say of like no, no return after that. Yeah, um, because the first I don't know, it wasn't the first, but um, one of my few like in person midterms was um, for uh, whatever computer science class I was taking at the point. I think it was like procedural programming or whatever. Um, And so I I walked to the building. I don't think I had studied like a proper amount, but I definitely could have survived on it or whatever. And then just like all of a sudden I'm walking up there. I get in the elevator and then I stop it or whatever. And I just go into the bathroom and it's like, I mean, I'm not an expert or whatever, but just like panic attack in the bathroom and it was seemingly out of nowhere and i just started bawling and i was sitting on the floor and i thought about i either called or texted one of my friends but they were like busy they were driving or something and um yeah and then i just walked back home eventually after i like calmed down a bit
1: yeah um man i'm so sorry that is uh I know that's a tough situation. So this was at midterm. So is that October then? Early October maybe? Something like that? Yeah,
0: that sounds Mid. right.
1: And is that basically you came home that next weekend? Mm-hmm. And that's when we kind of started the conversation of... No. It was weeks after that?
0: Yes, it okay. was many weeks after that. Couldn't have been too right many
1: because you basically were back here by the beginning of November. True. Yeah. So.
0: Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. That's okay. It doesn't, the
1: timeline doesn't matter really.
0: Um, We're fine. Um, No, I I think it was, it was a while before I came home because I missed that. And then that was like a Monday. And so we had a GSA meeting, I think. And Anna invited someone who was there like back to our dorm so we could all hang out or whatever. And we were talking, and we were having this like super long conversation. And um, I was I explained what happened that morning or whatever, and I don't know. And I kind of broke down in front of them, and I had never like been that vulnerable with sure. Anna, and she is so open. Mm-hmm. So it was nice. Yeah, that happened.
1: Well, and that's 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 really. Um special for sure to one, have a friend that you could be vulnerable with and, and kind of be truthful with, with how you were feeling, how things were going. And, uh, and I mean, you know, I think you, you, you probably fight that longer than some people do. You know, I definitely do. I definitely do. I kind of fight it to the point of where it's almost like an explosion or a panic attack, a lot like what you just said there. So, I understand completely, and uh, again, sorry you were going through all that. I wish we would have had more of a clue. I don't know Mm -hmm. what that would have looked like, you know what I mean, or what that really would have amounted to in the end, Mm because, I mean, it, it, it wasn't too long then after that that you came home for the weekend and told us you didn't think you wanted to go back. Right.
0: Yes. Okay. I feel like it was four weeks, though, that had added up. Yeah. Um, of me just, I did not go to, Uh. no, I don't think I went to a single class or whatever.
1: Yeah. And that part just snowballs. You know what I mean? I was thinking, yeah. I, here. let me tell you what I was thinking. Like, first mm-hmm. I was thinking Cobra Kai has derailed her semester <laughs> because she's so addicted to right. it. And this is how you do with things. And I'm the mm-hmm. same way. Uh, but it's like you were head over heels infatuated. Every time I called you, it'd be like, hey, how's class going? She'd be like, well, oh, whatever. do you remember that scene where Sam and Tori did this or whatever? It's just mm-hmm. like, wait a second, let's grasp. You know, this is just a show, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when you were telling me how you were kind of getting your roommates and and friends into it as well. I I in my mind at one point I really did think like oh my gosh, she's just literally watching Cobra Kai all day every day. <laughs> and then it kind of snuck in our heads and I don't know whether you said something to mom or not, but it was like she wasn't going to class. Mm-hmm. And then a couple weeks later when it was you either said something or whatever and I knew like it's just impossible because these are in-person classes you probably haven't been to them in three or four weeks <laughs> I mean the just the feeling right. of walking into that even though no one else in that class cares no one else mm-hmm. is looking at you going oh man well look who decide to join us again that. I don't or yeah, no, and there may be some that. turds that were thinking that but most people aren't but no. in your mind right it
0: was, it was more of a mental block of just like not wanting to go kind of self-destructing of sure. It. And, like, that night after that midterm or whatever, um, Anna, like, sat there with me, and we devised a plan or whatever to try to get me on track. We're like, she's Gosh, like, first thing in the morning. Friend. I know. She's awesome. She's really awesome. Um, yeah, we were going to go to the uh, career services or whatever, and she's like, I think, I don't want to force this on you, but I think you need to change your major, if we're being honest. And I was like, okay, fine, we'll go because there was just like this test they have that's like aptitude or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, then we're gonna email all your professors and kind of explain this or whatever. And then I know that night though we accidentally stayed up late and then we watching Cobra Kai. (laughs) Not watching Cobra Kai. Then we uh, then we slept in the next morning and um,
1: plan derailed. Just right. like
0: that. <laughs> just like that. We kept Foiled saying... Foiled again. We kept saying we were going to do it, like, the rest of that week, but uh, I don't know. I just wasn't... I wasn't down for it. wasn't ready yet. Yeah. Um, I did end up taking a career aptitude a few weeks later, though, mm-hmm. and um, just, like, just a random one online, or maybe the one that Tarleton has linked to their website, um, and I was at such a weird point I scored so low in each of their five categories that it did give me some like job options or whatever but then it would show like the average like point scores on each of the five categories with someone in this job and mine were just like half in everything oh gosh yeah yeah it was just so. which probably was also
1: a reflection of yeah just your level of interest and mental state at that time
0: right I just had no interest in doing anything or even like being here at all.
1: I, you know, again, I think this is a tighter window of time than how you think it went. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't think there was a ton of weeks in between all that, but I could be wrong. Um, Anyways, so eventually you come home for a weekend and you headlined it. We need to talk. Mm -hmm. I think before you even came home or on the way.
0: Right. Something about.
1: But then. And this is similar to the summer, and I think I even had the exact same conversation with mom. Was just like, she's avoiding it now that <laughs> she's here, you know. So well, I was like, so it's got to be something tough or okay. whatever. Here's Which again, thing. at that point, thousands of things, thry- f- you know, flying through my head. What is it that she needs to talk to us about? You Here's know? the
0: thing, okay?
1: Yeah,
0: you started trying to have a conversation with me. It was. First of all, the Saturday, I think. And I didn't need to go back until, like, Sunday night, of course.
1: Or Monday, right?
0: Right, probably. And we were in um, TJ Maxx, and they had finished shopping. They were going through the checkout. We were seated there or whatever, and you started trying to have the conversation with me right there.
1: Right in TJ Maxx? Right
0: in TJ Maxx. And I was like, Dad, like, not right now. I didn't actually say that, but I was like, not right now. Mom's not even here with us. Like, she probably needs to be hearing this too sure. and we're just in the tj maxx in the middle of like an outing we don't yeah. need to have this conversation well right on the naive
1: part from my standpoint was like i didn't know what it was right and i really thought it was going you, I, you thought know, the
0: conversation might have been i'm pregnant or something no
1: <laughs> no but it did cross my mind if i'm being honest but the no i think it was more <laughs> in my mind i thought it was going to be that you felt your grades were too far gone Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I already have my plan of tighten your chin strap, get out there and fight harder, (laughs) you know, do something. Um, And I was thinking it was going to be as simple as like saying to her, hey, you just need to email your professors. A Mm -hmm. lot of what like Anna just said probably (laughs) weeks before. (laughs) uh, But from the standpoint of like, it doesn't matter if this isn't what you want to do or not, you're in it. And it was kind of like, again, there's such a weird balance because it's like, the you know, respecting the mental health side and everything. This is a very unfair thing to say to someone in that state is just go finish. You can't start mm-hmm. something and not finish it. But at the same time, as a parent, I'm very perplexed with, you know, I was perplexed with the idea of quitting. I was troubled mm-hmm. with the idea, I should say, of you quitting and allowing you to quit. And what's the message that gets sent here? And I was clouding everything up way too much mm-hmm. thinking of it like that when it should have just been, How are you? Right. You know, and if you would answer guess, that yeah. accurately and honestly, then me saying, you know, whatever, because I think mm-hmm. when we finally did have that conversation, which was then at like Sunday night, you're leaving Monday mm-hmm. and it was Sunday night at like 10 p.m. I feel like you came into our room after we basically <laughs> said, let's do this now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we had the conversation that things weren't going well and you thought mm-hmm. you were done. And I, and I feel like my initial response was probably, it was probably um, fight. Right,
0: yes, because I don't think initial. you really
1: framed it as you weren't good, you know, you mm-hmm. it wasn't the classes like you were truly not feeling well and mm-hmm. needed to address some things. It took a while to get there, which is perfectly normal, mm-hmm. you know, right? For especially considering it wasn't like we'd had any conversation mm-hmm. like that before, yes, so.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think was it that conversation? We came to the conclusion that it was just come home mm-hmm. after this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: By the end of it, it was the we end of that
0: week or whatever. The same,
1: but and the, yeah, then you had to go back for. Right. I mean, obviously, to get your stuff, to withdraw all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it came to it like after weeks of me. You know, sleeping all day and then watching The Middle on HBO Max until 5 a.m. in the living room and then crashing there. Finally came home. We had that conversation. I go back for that week. Things were actually... hmm, It was was kind of fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Obviously, really. be, well, because <laughs> I mean, you've now <laughs> you're done. you've had the hard, hard conversation, right? And I mean, you've addressed well, no, the I mean,
0: like uh, before that, in hindsight, I was like, oh my man, that wasn't so bad. I should go back to that. But like that's because I'm in a little bit of a different place now. Like back then, I was like mentally just killing myself over yeah. it or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, no, I was just sleeping. Sleeping quite a lot.
1: Well, and we could see it. We could see that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you weren't really, whatever, but I mean, I was like, man, she is sleeping all day. And that was kind of when it was like, all right, she's definitely not going to any classes and like any classes. Um, Yeah, that it, I mean, just the slippery slope, I guess, of kind of how that went. So then you went back for the week to get your stuff and come back, came home on like a Friday or whatever. Right.
0: I would kind of, I don't know, I had that conversation with Anna of, like, definitely not coming back next semester. Well, I had told her that, like, the week before I yeah. came home and told you guys or whatever. And then I came back, and I was like, I think I'm I'm leaving this week and then uh, not coming back sure. the, for any time in the foreseeable future. And uh, I drove her home that Wednesday, but I hadn't, like, packed at all, so I just didn't come home. I went back to the dorm. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. Then I I packed, which, you know, was a lot easier than uh, that time in the spring. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was just like less stuff or if I felt I was more eager, not eager to go home because I didn't even really feel that great about it. But um, I don't know, packing was easier.
1: Well, when we were there at some point, like that homecoming or whatever it was, I Mm -hmm. remember even thinking like you hadn't really unpacked. (laughs) Like yeah, there were just still boxes a box. there was just still boxes box. with stuff in them, <laughs> with stuff in it, um and I, so I don't know, but obviously we were concerned that week, mm-hmm. uh but i no, not concerned. I mean, we knew we were doing the right thing, you were doing the right thing, and it was kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, how yeah. are we going to approach this now?
0: That was the best option, yes, only real option, kind of
1: definitely. So then you come home, you go to work at Ink and Stitch. We'll save all that for another story, uh, mm-hmm. as uh, you know, father daughter working together as well. Right. So that'll be another episode in the future. What, Maddie? What what are Witch. you doing over here? You're doing all kind of <laughs> hand signals at us. What do you need? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Um, anyway, so we'll, we'll handle that on another episode. Maybe after we have our first big fight at work. That'll yes. never happen. That'll never I happen. I mean,
0: maybe. No, I that doubt it. That was my big fear. Like, spoiler alert for that episode. Yeah. I did not want to go work at Ink and Stitch.
1: Okay. Well. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> but, you know, another spoiler day. alert. It's better now. Like, we could talk about, uh, I went, I had a doctor's appointment, like, that week that I came back. Sure. Um, I'm on some medication now. Um, another thing, I don't know if this is, like, TMI but uh, I hadn't had my period for most of that year. Like, the last one I had was in April, and then uh, we went to the doctor. They gave me some medicine or whatever, some hormone stuff, checked all my blood. Yeah. And uh, now it's, like, kind of bad. I'd be curious, too, November. on something
1: like that. Like, you know, was it driven by the stress and anxiety and, like, some of that being lifted off mm-hmm. your shoulders when you came back, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Doesn't matter. About
0: that a little. Bit. Yeah.
1: yeah, and we'll we'll. uh But yeah, so got 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 things addressed that need to be addressed and continue mm-hmm. to do so. Right.
0: Yes. Yeah. I need to get better about taking the taking them all like at the correct time or sure. whatever. Um. Yeah, because I'll get off, and then, like, I do notice a uh, difference. Like, they definitely are uh, helping quite a bit. Like, I didn't think it was doing anything until, like, I missed it a few days in a row, and then it felt like everything was falling apart yeah. in front of me. Well,
1: good lesson then, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess so. So looking back then, kind of wrapping up the, the um, you know, that year and a half or whatever that you mm-hmm. were off at college, and, and I mean, so... Do World you? Or
0: whirlwind.
1: Yeah, it was, but at the same Lucky time, like, still be here. Like I <laughs> said, um, it's very much like, what do you take away from it? What do you, mm-hmm. you know, what do you gonna learn? What do you learn from those? And I'm not asking for that as a question to answer right now in this podcast, <laughs> but it's just like with anything in life. I mean, there's curveballs mm-hmm. thrown all the time. Uh, we strike out sometimes. We, you know, hit home runs sometimes, to stick with the baseball analogy, I guess. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's kind of like, what do we do in the times when it didn't go the way we wanted it to, you know, kind of address it going forward? And I think we all learn. Like I said, just mm-hmm. it's a continuous process.
0: Right. I think uh, I'd tell everyone to just stay stay kind of aware of where you are um, mentally, you know. Like, gosh, stop st- what are you guys doing? Do you guys know sign language? No, I don't. I Do not learn know it without me?
1: I feel like she's signing me a lot of stuff right now.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, keep checking in on yourself and others.
1: Yes, definitely. <laughs> and I think, again, I, I, I appreciate your transparency. Um, I feel like both of us. Uh, and that's what we talked about. And we really talked about having this podcast last summer. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. just to talk about how things ended and just get into that side of it. And Mm -hmm. that was kind of one of my thoughts was just like, you know, I think being transparent with something like that on the podcast might be good, helpful, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But nonetheless, um, we're here now, uh, back for a second season. Hope this was helpful to some people. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I'll, I'll be the first to say there were definitely things that I learned from it, things that I hope to be a better parent uh, to all three of my daughters uh, going forward, and and really just kind of like more awareness. Like you said, I think that's the biggest thing I got out of it, was more awareness and more like how things can quickly, you know, you don't realize in your mind because you're living with those feelings every day, but Mm -hmm. how all of a sudden you're just dogged by it, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. you're absolutely taken apart by it and where... It, it it can grow very quickly, so I'm glad uh, it's something being addressed for sure. Um, um, anything else on that before we wrap?
0: Wrap it up. Uh, no, I think I think we're good. Um, what do we have? The movie review.
1: Yeah, what not you... sure what we're gonna do next. It'll it'll either mm-hmm. be it'll definitely be either the movie Barbarian mm-hmm. or the album reviews. Yes. Right. I I can't mm-hmm. imagine we'll put that off.
0: Should we, we tell everyone about the DMs we sent?
1: Yes, definitely. That's <laughs> a very good idea. So this morning, and, and this really uh, kind of was spurned by Grace's great idea of trying uh, a couple of guests that we're going to go after for a future mm-hmm. episode. And it was really also just the whole idea of... You know, I said as we came into this second season, we're going to try and be a little more out of our comfort zone with with, with people guess. we don't know and get yeah. some guests. And we're going to try. That may very well not happen. It may just end up being <laughs> Derek and Allen and all them all over again, which we're, is fine too.
0: Yeah, we got to have them too.
1: But we've got that as a goal, something we're going to try and do. So. We just decided, hey, why not just reach out to the two musical artists that are the next two albums? And Mm -hmm. so we sent DMs to Julian (laughs) Baker and Janet Jackson, um, (laughs) which uh, I don't know. I mean, why not, right? What's the worst that can happen? We just don't get an answer ever. Mm -hmm. Uh, We did then put uh, percentage Chances of what we thought of getting a response would be, and I would have to say, I mean, there was definitely some difference in our in our expectations, but at the same time,
0: just very low.
1: Yeah, very low is the answer, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, uh, you know, you got to try. Yeah, Why not? Julian
0: would be cool. That'd be fun.
1: Yeah, that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Jane Jackson yeah. would be really cool. I just feel like that one is probably a much bigger stretch. Right. And nothing against Julian with that comment. It's probably just. She Janet's got a career up, and right. she's got Michael Jackson was her brother. So that helps mm-hmm. a little too. And she was wildly successful on a big commercial, big pop mm-hmm. level, you know, which I don't know that that's Julian's MO anyway. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, I would say it was very spontaneous, just short, uh, great little messages. The thing is though, with the two guests that, uh, I came up with the ideas for, yeah, those are going to, I'm taking months and months, not really, but just intense planning of like, this is how exactly you reach out to a guest, because this is like number one like dream guest. It would be awesome. Yeah. And I would be... Ralph would be Macchio. Ralph Macchio. No, Macchio. I mean, how it, it just feels a little out of reach. And also, I was thinking about this earlier, because you mentioned like uh, Billy Zabka and whatever, but like with... Those two, like actors on Cobra Kai, it would just like such a big deal or whatever. And there are great questions we could ask them. But, you know, they've probably been answered before multiple times. And I just don't know what I would want to say to them. But these two, the composers for Cobra Kai, there's like so many things that I would want to ask them. And I just feel like there's a lot more to talk about in a sense, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I mean, you're you're right. I mean, Zapka, Machio, or or any like Janet Jackson. Probably. I mean, <laughs> what are we going to ask her that she already been asked a billion times? Well, know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, I do think that would be one of the things if we get anyone, even if it's whatever, mm-hmm. uh, that we start really putting. You know, we probably should go research, watch some interviews, make sure that we're not asking them the same the things dumb every questions. time. Yeah, and. uh I think just conversation, but I also think that's kind of the way that the any guest we have, we've got a really interesting point of view just Mm -hmm. in the generational divide aspect of it, right? As Mm -hmm. to how we look at things, so it'll be good. We'll see what we can do there, but uh, we're definitely going to have some guests on with us for the album review, even if it's not Julian and Janet. (laughs) We'll have some people that at least kind of chime in there as well, Mm -hmm. and then obviously the movie genius will be back for our first movie review. And we're going to just go on a rotation. He and I talked about it a little bit last night. He was good with that. So okay. after Barbarian, you pick or I pick or whatever. I'm going to try and keep all my picks pretty much from my childhood, teenage, college years or whatever. So 80s and 90s. Okay. That by no means is a by no means is a rule for you guys, but just something I'm going to probably stick with. So Okay. Um. All right. Well, I don't think there's anything else. As always, follow us on Instagram. That's our primary social media that we monitor and that we're on. It is at Podcast. You can email us, GenDividePodcast at gmail.com. Really thank everyone for listening. Like I said, I hope this was helpful for some people, uh, both parents and kids. I mean, that I hope there was something someone could get out of this. Would love to hear any feedback on it, any thoughts. Um, and uh, that's always appreciated. So send that to us via email or Instagram, either one. Uh, but we've got album reviews, movie reviews coming up in the next couple weeks. So continue to tune in and listen. But until next time, this is Scott signing off.
0: See ya. This is Grace signing
1: off. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't tee that up well for you. Let's try it again. Okay. So until next time, I want to thank everyone for listening. This is Scott.
0: This is Grace.
1: Have a good one.